In Florida Ag and Review for the week of February 4th, we start off with a look at the drought situation. Well, unfortunately, the moisture much of the nation has been experiencing lately has not really found its way to Florida. Florida's peninsula is one of the most critically dry areas. And getting worse, according to USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey, who says at the moment... Topsoil moisture in Florida, 54%, very short to short. And we do see some issues with the uh, pasture and range, which, unlike across the Plain states, we do have active growth in the middle of winter in much of Florida. In fact, 30% of Florida's pasture lane is already rated in poor to very poor conditions. Condition. And the developing drought has hit our specialty crop farmers as well, with citrus growers having to use more water for irrigation. We're quickly approaching the bloom period here in the next month or two, and that uh, becomes an issue for the, the health of the trees. And of course, strawberry and vegetable producers have to water as well as we remain very dry across Florida's peninsula. And there isn't much relief in sight with very little moisture in the forecast. And with some numbers out of the cattle industry, Randall Wiseman has this. Well, according to the numbers in USDA's inventory of the nation's cattle herd, the number of cattle and calves in the U.S. as of January 1 this year totaled 89.3 million head. That's 2% below the 90.8 million on January 1 last year. This is the lowest January 1st inventory of cattle and calves since the 88.1 million back on hand in 1952. And USDA livestock analyst Shale Shagum breaks down some of the main numbers in that cattle report. In terms of beef cows, we're talking about uh, 29.3 million head, which was down about 3 percent from a year ago, uh, while the number of milk cows was uh, 9.2 million head, which was about unchanged from a year ago. Um, if we look at the uh, number of cattle on feed in the U.S., uh, that's all size feedlots, we are down about 5 percent at 13.4 million head. Uh, the calf crop in 2012 was 34.3 million head, down about 3% from a year ago, and the lowest calf crop since 1949. Now, while the report is full of lower numbers, there is one that is actually up, as beef replacement heifers at 5.4 million head is up 2% from last year. But overall, Shagum said the report implies that we are continuing to head towards very tight supplies of cattle. There's an underlying feeling, I, I think, of, of uncertainty. It's obvious that the producer's recognize that if you have the opportunity to expand your herds, this is the time to do it. But even if the decision were to be made now to expand production, he said it could be 2016-2017 before we begin to see a real expansion in beef production. And looking at the breakdown of numbers across the southeast in Alabama, as of January 1, the number of all cattle and calves was at 1,220,000 head. That's actually up 1% from last year. Florida at 1,660,000 head. It's down 3% from last year. Georgia at 1,020,000 head is basically even with last year. And we will wrap up for this week with a story everyone was talking about, that Super Super Bowl ad. Well, no doubt the Super Bowl is a big event for television audiences, but the actual game sometimes garners less attention than the commercials designed to fill in the space between the plays. And no doubt that was the case this year, with Dodge creating some major buzz with their tribute to farmers. The spot has been blowing up Facebook and Twitter feeds and can easily be found on YouTube, with farmers, ranchers, and rural Americans all singing its praises, and it's even found a fan in Washington, with Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack recently telling reporters... I think it's great that we had a, an extraordinary ad at the Super Bowl. You know, if I'm going to buy a truck, I'm telling you right now, I'm buying a Dodge. <laughs> it's a great ad. It was a great ad. It was a proactive ad. It was a heartwarming ad. It was a dynamic ad. But the secretary adds that those in rural America shouldn't let this opportunity go to waste. 
as we need to capitalize on the attention the Super Bowl ad created. I think rural America and all of us that represent and are concerned about rural America and farmers need to encourage a proactive message coming out of rural America. And Vilsack says one way to do that is to address our youth. We need to explain to our young people that in rural America they have the opportunity to address one of the great moral challenges of our time, how we're going to feed hungry people. It isn't going to happen in urban centers. It's going to happen in rural areas, and they can be part of that. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.